0: Hey everybody! Welcome to another epistrode, another epistrode (laughs) of the Tapestry Podcast. Uh, Welcome to another episode of the Tapestry Podcast, and uh, we're here to talk about finding yourself, which I feel like feels kind of almost like New Agey. I don't know, like I mean, I wrote the title, but um, yeah, it's like one of those you know you got to go on a quest and find yourself. So it's that idea of where. Where do you get the information? Where do you look to find who you are? Uh, or is it something you just always knew? Or, or what? Or maybe there's some combination of those two things. Uh, if you haven't watched the video, uh, that's already up on the internet, and you can watch it, and you can see me do a lot of costume changes. It's kind of kind of weird. Uh, and you'll I start out bearded, and I end bearded, but I'm unbearded in between. <laughs> it's the miracle of uh, video editing. <laughs> but it speaks to this idea of, uh, you know, we have all sorts of influences on us. And so we're going to talk about that today. We'd love for you to join the conversation as well at tapestrytalk.org. You can join in on our Discord server and and start to talk about some of these big questions. Like, and, and I think some of them are actually really important. And there's one in particular. We'll see if our conversation goes that direction. Mm. Um, having worked with teenagers for a long time and seeing some of them... Um, the direction that some of them go and some of the influences on them from outside, especially through social media and some of the darker areas of the internet. Uh, man, I hope, hope we get there. We'll see uh, in the next 45 minutes or an hour. Yeah. So uh, just quick introductions again. My name is Mike. Uh, I, I direct the Tapester team. And
1: I'm Haley. Um, I'm a host on this podcast.
0: And I'm Wongi and they gave
2: me a microphone. So here I am.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Cool. So, uh what are some things that come up for you guys when we talk about finding yourself and some of these questions around w- how we decide who we are or discover who we are? You first. Yeah.
1: Okay. <laughs> um this is it's a big question I think for anybody and everybody. Um cuz I think it's ever changing. Mm-hmm. Like I think some people have values that stay the same. Yeah. throughout their lives and some people have values that change. Um and like to me, values are the thing that, like, drive you, like, okay, as you yeah. go through the other aspects of your life. Um, so, I don't know. I think, hmm. I don't know where to start. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right? Like, how do you even start at a question of, like, who are you? Because, like, if you usually ask that, people are like, oh, my name is Haley. Mm-hmm. And they just yeah. say your name. And then it's usually like, what do you do? We are yes. just like, talk- Mungi and I were just talking about this, how, like, you tend to just ask people, what do you do? and then their job is who they are. Yeah. And that's how you know them. Yeah. Um but diving deeper, I think how do we even start to define a who we are? <laughs> like where mm-hmm. do you start? Do you start with facts about yourself? Do you mm-hmm. start with traits yeah. about yourself? Yes. Do you start with oh, that's good. Yeah, what you believe in? Yeah. Um cuz so, all of those yeah. things intertwine to build a person.
2: Yeah, like frames of references, so Right. We're here in Broomfield, Colorado, and you can say, Broomfield, Colorado is far from what? Right. From Denver, from St. Louis, from New York, (laughs) from Beijing. But I think those questions are, what's your name? What's your profession? Where'd you grow up? Helps put you in a certain Mm -hmm. spot. Right. Mm -hmm. So then I can decide what it is that I want to think about you. You know, then... As I respond, then you know coming back to self identification or finding yourself, you then may respond, "Oh, we know each other, oh, you understand where I'm from. I feel good, I feel identified, I mm-hmm. feel like either I belong or I don't belong or I feel like I'm special but, but what you're seeing, haley, though is that's def- it tends to be defined by others mm-hmm. first almost before right. Our sometimes you know mm-hmm. or maybe it's both, but we definitely rely on extraneous definitions to to also put ourselves in certain places yeah then that defines helps us identify who we are right again like yeah. what's your job okay Haley says she's a drummer so then whatever preconception whatever notions I have about musicians right. mm-hmm. I've now put her in that box yeah you know maybe initially mm-hmm. but then i be like oh what kind of drummer And you may be like this kind of drummer or you know this kind of musician like, oh, or the, oh it's not yeah. just <laughs> this is my I I do, this is what I do first, but then I do these other things, right? Mm -hmm. Um, uh, But yeah, I I agree. I think many times we're looking for others or outward things to help us define ourselves because maybe because of that, maybe we're we're talking about last episode, maybe it's a need to belong or to understand who we are within Mm -hmm. a community. And perhaps self-identification doesn't, that can't happen without us understanding where we are with mm-hmm. who we are.
0: Yeah, we got there's going to be a, an episode down the road that talks about that as well. Um and I think it's totally true. All of these topics interweave, right? There's yeah. a lot of overlap. And there's something that um Haley you mentioned in the previous episode as well and I think really bears on this. And I would love to hear from our listeners about this for me and I expect from you. Mm-hmm. Maybe you, Mwangi, as well. Um, there is a lot of that like perception from the outside has a big impact on how I see myself, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? What others say about me, what others think about me, how others treat me, that matters a lot to me. I care what, what people think about me. Mm-hmm. I have other friends who, who uh, don't care. <laughs> like, or for them, it's not as big a deal what other mm-hmm. people think about them. Um, in fact, I've been told And it's hard for me to believe because of my own personality and kind of the way I see the world. I've been told that there are those of us who walk on planet earth together, humans who like, they don't care at all what other people think about them, Mm -hmm. that other people's perception of them is not something that's on their mind on a regular basis. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, that's, it's a foreign concept to me. And I've, I've learned more recently in the last few years as I've studied and kind of worked with the Enneagram. Uh, have you mm. any of you guys done Enneagram stuff? I haven't stuff? done it, but... Some people have, some people haven't. Um, it has been like a self-awareness booster for me, unlike mm. anything else. And understanding that for me, like I care what people think about me. I care how people see me. I care about all that stuff. And I really wish that wasn't true. But I it, like, it's something that's true about me. And so I wonder, listener for you, is that true? Are you a person who like, like for you, no, I know who I am and what other people say about me doesn't matter to me at all. Um, man, that sounds so freeing. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. and maybe, uh, I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to know what that's like for me. That's not true. Mm-hmm. It a ton of how I see myself definitely comes from other people. And I started, you mentioned Haley, like mm-hmm. that's your name, right? Yeah. In the video I meant, that's the first thing I started with my name it's one of the first right. things that we learn about ourselves, and Mongi, you—I think—we're just asking too, like, when do we even start? Like, where do we start? How do we start to begin? Like, how we know ourselves? And I think part of it is our names. We—one of the first things we know about ourselves, in, as an individual—is our name, and maybe that our family isn't the same as other families. Mm-hmm. Like, we are in a separate family mm-hmm. from other people. But then eventually, we've got to—we've got to figure out more stuff about ourselves. Mm-hmm. And some of it is what we do, right? Mm-hmm. We had talked about that a lot. Like, I know for me, how other people see me, they're like, oh, yeah, well, Mike, you're that, you're the guy who rides bikes. Oh, you're the guy who rides motorcycles. Oh, you're the guy who plays guitar. Oh, you're yes. the, you're the ski guy. You're the, mm-hmm. you're the guy who works at a church, yes. what, whatever it is. And that all has to do with external things of what I do. Is that who I am? Like, I don't, I don't think so. It's part of who I am.
2: I think yeah. who, who you are is expressed through those things. Ah, oh, that's good. Right. Yeah. It's not those things, which is, it's interesting how you say, yeah, like, you introduce yourself, it's your name first, like, well, but what does that matter, actually, at the end mm. of the To be honest, right? Mm-hmm. You remember people's names, sure. I mean, the idea is so you can remember my name, but that's not how you remember people, really, let's be honest. You remember mm-hmm. the, the guy who's, who's playing guitar. Mm-hmm. I forget right. his name. Yeah. But I remember, yeah. that's what I remember about him. Yep. Guy who was skiing, guy who made it, that video, right? Mm-hmm. And so, so the name is almost like, it's a formality. Mm. Yeah. M- yeah. Maybe, you know, you're right. Yeah, it is. You know, on paper, it's you belong to this family. You know, many of our names are not even chosen for us, right? So it's not, you know, so it's it's kind of like you belong to this family. Or this, is, mm-hmm. this is how you separate me verbally mm-hmm. from other people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? But if if it wasn't for that case, th- there'd be many other things that I would associate with you. But not you're right. I, I think it's they're not all you, but there there are some expression of you. This is why. So you know, like Kaylee was saying right before this podcast, we were talking about this book called Range, uh, um, and it talks about you know when when people pick a career or, or we we'll use careers like okay, I'm going to be a doctor and I'm going to specialize in this mm-hmm. one thing. And correct me if I'm wrong. Many of us feel like. You have to pick a thing to become as a professional. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You know, and then that's what you do. That, and that's who you are. But the book talks about how there are people who have range. In other words, they, they don't necessarily go super deep into one thing, but they dabble in a lot of things. And the idea of how those are the same people who are really good at starting businesses, actually. Yeah. I you know, because that, they, yeah. they're able to see as much as they can different aspects of right. things and what they do is not necessarily do it themselves. They just get the person who's specialized and mm-hmm. they bring them in, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. you know? Um, I'm not trying to pigeonhole anybody, but just the idea is like you can, you can very specialized as this one thing, but then you can also have range. And so coming back to maybe even this, the identity thing, I feel like that that happens to us, even especially when we're kids, you're in school and somebody's like, do you like math? And if you say you like math, or if you don't like math, you've been pigeonholed. Right. right. <laughs> mm-hmm. right, and so like, yeah, right. Oh, if you like math, then you can do this. You don't like math, you should do this other thing. Yeah. Right. Does, none of that freaking matters right right? you know it's not it's not it's not about who you are as a person it's It's about the skill you have it's the skills you have but i think these are types of measurements we're using Mm -hmm. to characterize an individual Mm -hmm. and then when we're younger when we hear those things then we take those on and say oh i'm good at I'm good in math, so therefore... Not me, by the way. Not yeah. <laughs> I don't like math. So the once you're going to do it, so therefore, here's, here are my career choices. Yeah. This is where I'm going to go. Rather than even saying, like, you don't have to do anything mathematical. Or oh, the idea that you like anything mathematical has to necessarily mean that you have to be doing math every day. is absolutely... Because mm-hmm. music, music
0: is math. Right. Yeah, yeah. And know? actually, I do like math. I just wasn't my strong suit in school. So you're you're a generalist. Sure, I'm a generalist. Let's let's put it that way. Well, yeah, there are lots of things that I love. I think it's part of my personality. I have a hard time. Like if anybody says, "Who's what's your favorite band or what's your favorite song, your favorite anything," I'm like, I can't decide. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And often for me, a person who kind of lives in the moment, I'm like, uh, the last one I did. Like, what's my favorite band? Well, I saw Muse last week, mm-hmm. and they were amazing. Right. Uh, and yeah, so that's it. Uh, like, what's your favorite mountain bike trail? What's the one I most recently rode? You know, it's mm-hmm. just how, how I am. Uh, and those are things about us, but is that what we are? Like if you add all those things together, the things about us, the things we like, the things we don't like, the things we do, the things that we avoid doing, mm-hmm. um, are we the sum total? Uh, is that that total? If you add them up, is that us or is there something different, something more?
1: Um, I like to think so. Mm-hmm. Cause I think, people are the culmination of all the things that they are. Mm. So, um, that was a very vague statement to just say <laughs> that, that like, um, when you write, like I, I am a drummer. I'm mm-hmm. also an audio engineer student. I'm also, mm-hmm. I don't know, something else somewhere. Yeah. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm a bookseller, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So like, um, all of those are parts of my life that are important. And so I think, there are things about me that are unimportant, which Mm. is I am kind of good at math (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah, (laughs) or like, you know, things like that where they aren't as important, but they are a trait of me, Yes, Mm -hmm. Um, but they aren't the only trait of me. Um, And so I think we were even talking about like last episode where um, I mentioned like in queer spaces, I'm too Christian or in Christian spaces, I'm too queer. Mm -hmm. It's because both of those spaces put too much emphasis on the wrong thing. Mm. Uh. And so we tend to like, break people down into what they like into the parts that stand out negatively. I think mm-hmm. a lot of times, okay. yeah, yeah. um, maybe not a lot of times, but in those two instances mm-hmm. where it's like, I don't like this thing about you. So that's mm-hmm. what you are. Mm-hmm. Um, right. And sometimes it's just that situation, right? Like, um, in performing arts, like mm-hmm. to g- even go back about like perception of people, yeah, like yeah. the perception, pe- perception people have of you. In performing arts, like, you can't really take, like, criticism too personal. Mm -hmm. Like, if your band director is like, hey, you sound kind of bad right now. (laughs) You can't take that morally. You can't be like, oh, I'm a bad person because I sound bad right now. Um, Because if you do that, you're just going to have a low self-esteem every time you're doing something that you like. Um, And so I think, where was I going? (laughs) I should have (laughs) written down notes. Um, But I think there is this point where we stop looking at the bigger picture and we just start to look at negative points and put that on a person because yeah. sometimes it's like an inconvenience so like if there is someone who like takes it really personally when their band director says they sound bad but then they don't do anything to sound good that affects the ensemble as a whole mm-hmm. and so then all the other people are going to put that negative trait on this person mm-hmm. maybe they don't think they're a hard worker or they don't care to get better or yeah all these things and they may not even be true, but that's how that person is affecting these other people. Yes. And so sometimes, sometimes we are how we affect other people.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and I don't yeah. think that's like necessarily like, I don't know. Yeah. No. Sometimes we are who we, how yeah. we affect other people. Yeah. Um, and that has nothing to do with like being a good or bad person. Cause I think a lot of times we put these facts about ourselves and put morality to them when we don't necessarily need to. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, it makes me think back to, like the way you described it just made me think back to elementary school. Um, maybe not necessarily my <laughs> experience in elementary school because it was long ago enough that I'm like, I don't, don't remember. But um, I got a chance to work in an elementary school when I was just out of college. And I could see the kind of roles that a lot of the kids fell into in their various classes, right? And so you had this Like, well, he's the troublemaker kid, like, and everybody Mm -hmm. knows it and things are hard at home. And, uh, I think in some ways, I mean, he's probably too young to really understand. And maybe a lot of us are too immature to understand even at whatever age we're at now, right. Um, what we're doing as we're falling into a role, but like, he kind of almost embraced that. Like, yeah, I'm the troublemaker kid. I'm the bad kid. Mm -hmm. Right. And other kids were like, well, I'm like. I'm the smart, good one that always does all the right things. Um, yeah. How much of that comes from outside? Right. It seems like quite a lot. Yeah. And then is there a point for us, for any individual where you look inward and say, is that really who I am? Am I the class clown? Am I the goody two shoes? Am I the teacher's pet? Mm -hmm. Am I the, and I'm using like the elementary school (laughs) um, archetypes now, but, uh, yeah when do you take a look inside how much of it comes from inside how much of it comes from outside mm-hmm. um where do you look like one of the questions i ask in the video is like where do you look to find simple things like how to decide to dress right like mm-hmm. what's appropriate like like i'm wearing a bright hat today mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. who told me that was okay mm-hmm. right. and that's a simple thing though right there's some consequence for sure but it's not nearly as consequential as that next question i ask which is like how where do you look to figure out who's going to be your life partner? Mm -hmm. Right. Like that's big. Like where do you get that information? So for you guys, like where have you looked or where do you think you've looked to get maybe those kind of trivial things, but also the big things like, where does that come from?
1: Yeah. I'm going to pop in just for a second. Mm -hmm. Um, that like to even go back to like negative perception too, Mm -hmm. is like you say, who said wearing this hat was okay. Who told you it wasn't, Mm -hmm. right? And so, like, I think you said this last episode where businesses and places are starting to celebrate people, and I even wrote down, you said, um, like, their gifts and, like, the things that they bring. Mm. Um, How do we celebrate that and, like, Mm -hmm. actually point out the things that people are doing and, like, the good parts about them? Um, Because then, like, maybe that – because a lot of those, the good things are inward things. Because I wonder if, like, a troubled kid – if people like weren't necessarily focusing on the negative aspects of how he's is in the classroom, Mm -hmm. if they said, Hey, you're really good at this doing this, Mm -hmm. how, like if that would have positively impacted his view of himself or his self-worth or whatever. Yeah. Um, so I wonder if our internal questions start from external.
2: They kind of do. I think it's, it's a battle because, but, but it's extra work, Kaylee, To ask those questions Mm because it's, because it's easy. It's, when you're like, that's the bad kid, right? It's really easy to put, put put them in that. Then that way you can move along and you can treat them a certain way, mm-hmm. yeah, because yeah. that's the way they act without really thinking about, right. mm-hmm, you know, what's behind that. And even if you do try, and when you do try to find out what's behind that, it's still not necessarily a easy formula. It, it may be if you're trying to intervene, then it's work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it takes work, which is why. Um, you know unfortunately their teachers are so stressed
1: right globally Absolutely. because yeah. the
2: type of things that they yeah. have to deal with it's not yeah. as simple as just writing something on a whiteboard oh, or yeah. a chalkboard and teaching it's it's not it's not that simple yeah. right we tend to just say oh it's teaching is a profession it's like well it's, right. it's, it's layered there's yeah. so many layered layers and um not only do we talk about the kids but those teachers themselves and mm-hmm. what, what they go through um but but i think I don't know why this came to me when you were talking, Mike. It made me think about Lord of the Flies, right? The William Mm -hmm. Golding book. This idea, right? These kids um, end up on this island. And the book kind of shows you... It's almost like they're trying to... They don't try the kids land on an island and I remember this one scene where they're like, we're English, we're civilized, we will have order, right? So it's this idea of almost like even these little kids are trying to establish society and order and then they're also deciding between themselves who's the hunter and who's what, you know? And when, when you were talking about it, I'm like, where did those kids learn that? They learned that externally from Mm -hmm. where they grew up that Mm -hmm. there must be civilization Mm -hmm. and within civilization are certain hierarchies Mm -hmm. certain people should be doing something some people should be leaders some people should be subservient right right Right. Right. um and then within that is you know and and it can become self-fulfilling because now that you've been given that role you you sometimes become that person all of a sudden right 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 within that within that uh within that group. Right. And so I still, you know, I, I can just right, maybe on bias right now is to think about how outside influences the way we look at ourselves. It's not, mm-hmm. it's not so much a mirror where I look at a mirror and I look at myself. It's just more like, mm-hmm. how do I fit? Yeah. How do I fit yeah. in How do I fit there? Yeah. And so even coming, you know, we talk about spirituality, right? This is uh you know, this podcast is about spirituality, and let's be honest even and we talked about spirituality and religion last last episode but you know one of the biggest issues you have with religion or churches is the way churches showed up in certain places and said yeah we are better mm-hmm. so i'm yeah. going to teach you this thing mm-hmm. and yep. you got to stop doing what you're doing because you're not a real christian unless yeah yeah you change your name or yeah. you do this you know wear hair a certain and way you wear yeah. hair in certain way or things like that and so Even when maybe somebody is on a spiritual quest to try to find, or maybe feels that they found Christianity, that door they bump against tells them, "Well, yeah, you can you can enter, but here's what you gotta do real quick. Mm -hmm. You know, shed this part of you. Don't say this. You know, don't act this way. Yeah, Uh, things like that. So I still, that's what I'm saying, even." Because that's what we tend to do from a spiritual realm. We do, we do tend to look for groups, maybe find a book that tells us where to go and things like that. We we want to actually commune with people, mm-hmm. um, but it doesn't always work out. And and that's yeah. mainly because maybe there's a clash of who am I and what these people telling me I should be. and yeah. that doesn't feel natural, I do do it for a while, and then all of a sudden I'm like, is is this me? This doesn't feel right. Um, I don't know, but. I still feel it's extraneous yeah. and then and, you know and
0: it comes from somewhere outside sometimes yeah. comes from somewhere outside this
1: idea of feeling right because yeah. I think a lot of this is like too big to necessarily articulate mm-hmm. um and so I think a lot of it is just putting yourself in different groups in different situations and asking yourself what feels good mhm because um, there's a lot of times where the people you're around or the place that you found yourself does not feel good mhm And sometimes you don't know why you just know you need to get out.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Say more about what you mean by feel good.
1: Like fulfilling. Okay. I think so. Like when you feel fulfilled by something, Mm -hmm. you want to stay around. Yeah. You want to engage. You want to, um, do more. And like, if it feels bad. Right. Unfulfilling or even like more negative than that. Right. If it's affecting like your mental health or even your physical health or something. Um, you'd want to get out. Yeah. But sometimes yeah. that's very hard because that is what, how you know yourself. Mm-hmm. Especially if we're talking about um, spiritual spaces, so like churches. Um, it's hard to get out mm-hmm. because yes. even if you know it doesn't feel good, you know mm-hmm. this is not the place for you. Yeah, It's hard to get out because that is what you know. Mm-hmm. And that change is very scary.
2: And that's where family's at. It's where family is. And so yeah. if you decide to your leave, are. you're rejecting them. Right. Yeah, you may reject... That particular personal, institution, right? but they'll say you're rejecting us.
1: Be- and that's because those and spiritual spaces way, yeah. are yeah. so personal, yeah. right? Yeah. Because we do form our identity around those, yeah. um, that when you do reject, Hey, this isn't for me. Mm-hmm. It's also saying y'all you ain't guys for are not me. for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. If you haven't listened to episode one of the podcast, you might want to go back and listen to it. The, these themes are going to crop up. I'm sure. Um, Mongi, you mentioned Lord of the Flies mm-hmm. and, and sidebar, <laughs> Uh, yeah. there were, I've read an article. Apparently, there was like a real life situation where boys were stranded on an island. Uh-huh. Like they're part of a school and they got in a storm in their boat, right? And ended up crash landing. And in real life, it didn't go like the book. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Like everything, like it was Lord of the Flies. Things didn't turn out great, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but the bo- like the boys had like domesticated chickens. Mm-hmm. Oh, my on the, Like they had like, they figured it out. And they were living in peace, and everything was good, and everybody hmm. survived. Like, so interesting. I think Lord of the, Ring, Lord of the Rings, also oh, fiction. The Rings. <laughs> Lord of the Rings and Lord bring of the all Flies, the books together. both fiction, yes. Uh, Cross over the century. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, they're both, they're fiction, right? And I think sometimes we have this view that um, the roles that we put on each other will... In, in the absence of certain kinds of controls will devolve into something terrible. And mm-hmm. apparently in real life, that's not necessarily what happens. And I, I don't have the reference. Maybe I'll find it before mm-hmm. we post it. Maybe this. a listener has it. Uh, maybe maybe yeah. a listener, yeah. yeah. If you know that story, um, I think I read it in like Smithsonian Magazine or something mm-hmm. like that. It was a reputable source, I promise. Uh, and it blew my mind because it changed a little bit of a paradigm for me. Like, no, we don't just, we're not all the bad kid. Right. Who ends up, Taking advantage of everybody and making some people subservient that actually um, cooperation is what we do and that's mm-hmm. how that's why we're here having a podcast with microphones that somebody else made mm-hmm. right <laughs> that we hooked up to a computer yeah. and we have cameras going that's, that's cooperation, not just competition right. and I think that's important and sometimes the the messages we get from outside are if you're not doing the best at the thing and being better than everybody else then then you're not good or you're right. not worthy or whatever. And that's certainly a message I right have gotten.
2: It's cultural too, though, yeah, right? A, yeah. In a sense that, right, you know, not to stereotype necessarily, but, you know, sometimes you, you've seen those memes that talk about, let's say, Western versus Eastern culture, sure. where in the West we value the individual versus mm-hmm. the, the the East, they value the community, yeah, mm-hmm. right? Um And so likewise, I'm sure if you took one community and you stranded them in a desert island... Oh, they may different. act differently. They may mm-hmm. act differently right. yeah, yeah. than some others. And yeah. again, I'm, I'm casting a very wide yeah, yeah, yeah. here. Yeah. But, they, but just that idea of if I am taught a certain way and how I am as an individual and in my identity mm-hmm. in that situation, then maybe that's what I'm trying to preserve. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Less so than the larger community. Um and and that I mean, that's today whether whether you're showing up at work, whether they are showing up at the playground Mm-hmm. we are showing up at this podcast you know mm-hmm. what i mean yeah. like um but then also like the, it changes too in the sense that as as you learn what that is you start saying like you know it's not necessarily this i'm learning who i am but maybe i'm 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 getting comfortable in my own skin so i think what you are saying too is places where you feel good or feel right. It doesn't mm-hmm. mean like it's, it's bubbly and they're just like, you look great. Yeah, I love that. My, you <laughs> always the best hats all yeah. the time. Like, you I know, wasn't fishing for a compliment. <laughs> you know, like not that kind of environment, yeah. but an environment where you feel like, okay, it's, it's supportive. It may not have been like, I agree with everything, but it's just right. like, that's, this is a good spot. Or when I walk away, I feel challenged. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, supportive and, and is I'll support. come back. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, uh, it's that kind of support, you know, um, but, but you don't always arrive that off the bat. It takes mm-hmm. a little bit of learning about yourself to say like, okay, this is what I'm seeking. This is, mm-hmm. and like you said, you know, uh, maybe I'm I want to move away from this space. So these people are gonna start telling that I'm I'm, I'm abandoning them too. Okay, mm-hmm. so then after a while you'd be like, well, maybe I am <laughs> a little maybe bit. That's okay. <laughs> maybe yeah. I am a little bit. Yeah. Right. Not in a rejection perspective, but I am removing myself. Mm -hmm. from there because I've outgrown it or it doesn't you know um, yeah and that's why I I think that's where spirituality comes in is to help you wrestle with those and maybe center you on Mm -hmm. the self-reflection as you're going through that right you know um, so you reach this journey so you said you don't like these people now you're over here and you're like wait a minute I have no people all of a sudden you know so what it what place is it, to come back yeah to. Is, is 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 it them or was it me mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um or am i just gonna be this person who's constantly um s- not not just seeking newness for the sake of newness but asking myself to evolve i'm right you've heard i'm sure you know people who just lived in the same small town that they grew up in yeah. and they mm-hmm. have no they have friends, no yeah, reason for sure. to In yep. as much as you may ask them like do you want to go with me to act? No, no, I'm good. Everything I have is right here. I have mm-hmm. no reason mm-hmm. to go anywhere, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm, I've met many of those people, but then their worldview is very small mm-hmm. or it's taken from something on the TV mm-hmm. and, and and that's it. Um, but that's also their own choice of how they want right. to identify themselves and be reflective of the world, you know?
1: Yeah, because sometimes it's like, is that even what does it mean for that to be a bad or good thing? Mm-hmm. Right. Um, Cause if, I don't know, we don't want, we don't want to, if any of you are living in your small town still, <laughs> um, <laughs> we aren't like trying to alienate you at all. Small towns are great. Small towns are great. <laughs> um, but just this idea of, I think what's the important distinction there is the rejection of finding new things. Yeah. Because yeah. Mm-hmm. you can adventure out, find new things and say, those new things aren't for me. Yes, I like yeah. where I've been and I will stay there. Um, Cause where you get into dangerous, like internal stuff is when you don't actually seek out the new stuff. Like you were, you were just saying mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: yeah. Yeah. I agree.
1: But it is the active rejection that makes it dangerous because there are a lot of people who will say, I do not want to know yeah. this view Mm-hmm. because it will challenge mine.
2: But that's not faith, right? Right. The whole point of faith is like sometimes walking Just in the darkness trust. and having, you know what I mean? So like yeah. there is that's describing a faith to me that has like stage lights as bright as possible mm-hmm. and you could see everything, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I'm I'm comfortable in this, I see everything. Okay, that's not really, to me it's kind of like that's not that's not Maybe it's not the right word to define faith, but to me spirituality is not that and i don't care what what form of spirituality you you prescribe to it, it just isn't you think about the buddha you know right yeah you know yeah, yeah. that self-awareness or like understanding or seeing how the world works um so i don't know like even coming back to self-identification mm-hmm. i i feel like it's a it's a it's a journey not journey and I don't want to just come up with a word but I think it's a it's an evolution maybe that's what yeah it's an evolution um such that I don't know if you're necessarily getting to know yourself better but you're 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 gaining things that allow you to be more comfortable in your clothes and Mm -hmm. where you are such that even if now I uprooted you
0: and put you somewhere
2: else you still
0: yeah yeah I think part of that maturity right like as we get a little bit older, and it's not just about age, right? Because um, no. I think, Haley, you're a good example. Um, you're not old, but you are Thank mature. You. She's wise. <laughs> well, no, you you have, you have a wisdom beyond your years, I think, and you have a maturity yeah, about you. It's one of the reasons I wanted you on the team. Um, that is just something that is a really beautiful thing to see. And you'll come up with these insights. You're like, listener viewer, she will say things that I'm like, Oh man, I wish I would have thought of that. That's a lot of pressure. And, no, no, no. Don't worry about it. Cause you just do it. It's just part of who you are. And it's, I think part of your, the maturity that you've developed. Um, but as I, I think as we mature, um, to go back to the hat example, right? Like there's a time when I would have seen this hat and I'd be like, what will people think if I wear that? And I am the kind of person, as I mentioned earlier, who cares about what people think. Mm-hmm. Um, naturally, this is kind of like part of how I move through the world. Mm-hmm. But I've, as I've matured, I've become more of a like, yeah. But maybe I shouldn't always care, and maybe there's some things that like I just like the hat and I'm going to wear it, yeah. right? And that's a simple clothing choice kind of thing. But then there's also these bigger, deeper choices like um, where I'm going to live, who are the people I'm going to surround myself with, my life partner. So like, how did I choose my wife, Heidi? Mm-hmm. Well, we met and we connected, and she's amazing. She's the most amazing. Um, I hope you listen, Heidi. And also... Hi, Heidi. I would say everybody knows Heidi. She's the best. She really is the best. Um, but how did I know, right? How did I know that she was right for me? And I think part of it was this internal like, wow, I don't think I can... I'm never going to find somebody like her. I don't think I don't think I can live without her. Mm-hmm. It with was this internal thing. It had nothing to do with somebody, something from the outside. Mm-hmm. But I think there were also things, and certainly from... My upbringing in the faith of Christianity that also informed whether or not I thought this was a good match, mm-hmm. right? And then there were some other things that are connected to spirituality for sure, but maybe they're not exactly spiritual. That definitely helped me to decide whether or not Heidi was a good match for me, and we decided it together, I think, too. But I knew pretty quick. I was like, <laughs> within it was it was really quick. I was like, oh, yeah, she. She's the one. Well, thank you. I think it was kind of cute. Hallmark. And I think for for most of those, like a lot of those, I think are pretty innocuous, right? Like, like what kind of clothes you wear. Mm -hmm. Yeah. um, Like nobody is necessarily steering you in a bad direction. But I think there are forces in our world, and this is what I kind of alluded to earlier. I Mm -hmm. think there are forces in our world, and I, I don't necessarily mean spiritual, but maybe spiritual, but corporate and governmental maybe or whatever there are forces in our world that want to tell us who we are or guide us in certain directions and I don't know if they always have actually our best intentions no our not our our intentions but um, what's good for us in mind our Our best interest interest. yeah thank you that was another I word that's the one I was looking for thank you Um, they don't have our interest our best interest in mind and I think that's always been true, mm-hmm. right? In human history. But it might be more true now in some ways. And so we let have... me ask you guys something. That, yeah. I yeah.
2: mean, pause you for a second, both of you. Outside of your house, what places do you feel has your best intentions for you to show hmm. up like my best the way you one. are? You know?
0: You don't have to answer quickly, just, you know. I mean, the first thing that pops into my mind is actually uh, so the, the church that we're all associated with is Broomfield UMC, uh, United Methodist church. And I think for the most part, I can trust that people have good intentions for me there. Um, I think because of my role there, people also have, you know, like, well, there's something that they get from me, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. is normal and natural. There's some transactional nature to most relationships. Right? Um, yeah, is there anything outside of my... Well, even within my family. Yeah. But outside of my, my household. We'll put it, say household. Yeah, and just because you don't mention yeah. doesn't mean you're
2: rejecting it. Right. I'm just right, asking
0: right. more, you
2: know, like, like what I, are yeah. those places where you would say... They've got my... Uh, they yeah. They've yeah. got my, my back. Mind. I can... I, not I can just show up the way I am, but it's this... I am I am me here. Um, mm-hmm. I, um, I can... I, Remember last episode Haley you talked about like you know it's the evening i just finished my shift and these are the things i want to okay. say to this person mm-hmm. um that's it's both that space and that environment that you feel is yeah allows you to be
1: for me you, as much you as you can for me it's it's just my group of friends mm-hmm. um and i don't live near my friends anymore cuz mm-hmm. i don't live in the place i went to high school mm-hmm. and i don't go to college mm-hmm. so i'm not around a lot of peers my age um But I've managed to hold on to a few friendships from high school. Um, And so, I don't see them very often, but I'm very lucky in that we just pick up where we left off. Mm -hmm. Like, it doesn't matter if it's been a year or two. Um, And even this weekend, I'm seeing people that I haven't seen in four years. Cool. That, like, I know we're going to vibe. Like, it's just going to be the same and it's going to be good. Even though we're 22 now Mm -hmm. and not 18. Mm -hmm. And we are very different people than who we were. But we, I think we had friendships where we were fundamentally compatible mm-hmm. in that we were just nice like you know <laughs> uh I, there's a lot of friendships where you meet people who just aren't that nice <laughs> <laughs> and you're friends with them and then you realize oh this isn't they aren't very kind to me or yeah, maybe yeah. I'm not being kind to them and that's yeah. not who I want to be um and so we're just you know sometimes you just don't vibe with people um but I'm very lucky in having friendships that the fundamentals of the relationship are there. So no matter how much time has passed, like we can still hang. And -hmm. I think, um, part of that is we know each other. Well, even if it's not details, Mm -hmm. honestly, I can't tell you some of my friends like favorite colors Mm -hmm. or favorite book or whatever. Like Mm -hmm. I can't tell you facts, Mm -hmm. but I know them Mm. Yeah, and I know how to interact with them and it's very comfortable. Um, and we don't really like, I don't drink a lot, mm. um, which is weird when you're 20 mm-hmm. because we're 22 legal drinking everybody. <laughs> um, but that's like not super normal. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and so I have friends who respect that boundary, right? Like I'll go to like their house party and drink a little, mm-hmm. but like, I'm not like yeah. going to get wasted, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And so
0: I respect that too.
1: Yeah. So yeah. to just have friends who respect the boundary yeah. and like know that that's not going to happen, but they also aren't going to like say anything about it Yeah. because they just know. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think for me, it's like a friend space and I think it's weird cause like to know someone so fundamentally, but I can't tell you why I know them fundamentally yeah. or what that even, like I can't, I can't articulate that, mm-hmm. um, or what that means. And so it's so weird to like ask yourself, who am I? And you can't articulate it. And you also like know yourself and you know, your friends mm-hmm. not even being able to articulate that is, uh, that's an important thing to note, I think. Yeah, where like we don't always have to have the words to yeah. just know. Yeah, yeah,
0: we don't always have to have words for it. Yeah, now, Mwangi, I want to hear your answer to your question. Well, I, I don't yeah. know. I was asking you guys so but, I can see what you. As you're thinking uh, about uh, yeah. it, I have another answer, yeah. and that is, um, I do a lot in kind of uh, the outdoor space, and by that I mean not just being outside. I do that a lot, but also there are kind of like subcultures of outdoorsy people, right? And for me, that's not like the hunting and fishing. That's the skiing, mountain biking, rock climbing, um, things like that. And so a lot of times when I show up in those spaces, yeah, I just feel like I can, I can just be me. Now there is like a performative aspect to a lot of that too. Right. Um, especially here in Colorado. Um, for those of you who who might be outside of Colorado, um, people here who are into the outdoors or who are like, um, endurance athletes, they're crazy strong. So fast. Terrifying. Go, like, um, like for, for a normal person my age, I'm I can hang. I, I'm uh faster than average. Mm-hmm. But there's always somebody who's way faster, way stronger here in Colorado. Um and we have words for that in, in that kind of outdoor world. But um even with that, even with that kind of performative aspect like like if you can hang, if you're fast, if you're strong, if you're whatever, if you can, can climb this, if you can do this this fast, even with that, there's still also this kind of underlying acceptance. Um, there is kind of a ranking, like people are like I'm faster than you, you're faster than me, whatever it is. But on the other hand, it's also, we're all out doing this together and mm-hmm. what a cool thing to be able mm-hmm. to do. And isn't a, not it a beautiful blessing to be able to be out, especially here where we live and in, you know, being in the mountains or whatever. It's yeah. so cool. So that's another place where I feel, yeah, I can just be me. Mm-hmm. Um, and that for the most part, no one has bad intentions for me in terms of steering me in one way or another now there is a flip side of that that has to do with kind of the the capitalism side of it right mm-hmm. because the outdoor industry is also all about selling you a new bike right and uh, a new <laughs> whatever Never expensive one right. sometimes <laughs> Oh, you <Brand> don't even a <laughs> ski
1: jacket that's going to keep you so warm
0: right exactly yeah uh, so so there's that side of it too yeah and that's kind of what i was getting at earlier which I do want to return to it at some point, but I want to hear. Yeah, I think
2: you, you're describing an environment. I think you're you're we're, you're both describing environments. You're describing the people around that environment. You mm-hmm. are too, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. yours is with respect to the outdoors mm-hmm. and a common activity. I was, I mean, I didn't want to answer my own question, but one thing I was I was talking <laughs> to, is a little while back. I I'd been asked to just like sit with some students to talk about networking mm-hmm. and. Somebody said, you know, t- t- tell these students how to network best. And then I'm like, b- before the meeting, I was like, of coming up, you know, go on these networking websites, yada mm-hmm. yada yada. But I realized for me, for connection, so this is why I'm going more connection is, um, I I remember telling the students like, my network, I know them very well. Actually, I don't I don't have a lot of superficial network friends. Mm-hmm. In other words, yes, I may not know their favorite color, but if you're like. Who's this person? I'd be like, we talked about this. This person loves yeah. this, that kind mm-hmm. of thing. So what yeah. I was telling them was just like, don't network. Just create professional friends.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: That's what you create should do. Friendships. Create friendships. Mm-hmm. The 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 interaction is your profession. So you can start talking shop, mm-hmm. but then become a friend with that person. So for me, this it's not safe spaces, but my 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 preference first is to have small conversations with. One or two people, kind of what we're doing here. And then, you know, we'll start talking about a particular thing, but then we'll go deeper. And so by the end of that interaction, regardless who that person is, I feel like we've walked away with some comfort or depth of something. And then it can only grow in some substance, exactly. And then it grows from there rather than uh, a bunch of little micro interactions. You know, yeah. or if yeah. I'm in that micro interaction environment, I'm just kind of usually like, yeah, I'll say hi, but it doesn't feel fulfilling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I think it comes to your point when you're like, I can not talk to somebody for a long time, but we can pick up from where we left off because your relationship isn't based on what's your job. Yeah, <laughs> that kind mm-hmm. of because the job may change. It's
1: not based your on your major the may change. You. Your where yeah. you live yeah, may yeah, change. Yeah. It's
2: good. not based on that, because if it is only based on that like you're in the same profession and same industry and somebody leaves, then you've severed that relationship. Right. Mm-hmm. But if there's some something more there. Um, so, you know, for me, I mean, again, maybe to answer my own question is, it's both environment because the environment is maybe like a setting where it's you have a bunch of professionals. But at the same time, for me, it's that I'm not really interested in uh, just saying – where you where you live or where you work or what your salary is, I'm more interested in kind of like the why. So why did you right. why why do you do what you do? Do mm-hmm. you do mm-hmm. you really like it? You know, yeah. who is it? Family pressures that are making you do this and that. Uh, really, uh, it's I call it bar conversations. So if yeah. you're, the way so it's kind of like you're beat and you go to bar. You guys are you're having a drink and you you tell me how crappy your day was. <laughs> <right>? <laughs> you know or or how good it was but it's not just like a good it, it it's that kind of stuff and then next thing you know it's been like two hours yeah right. <laughs> you know yeah, yeah, yeah. and then you're like man okay that that was that was good mm-hmm. yeah. let's, let's do it we, again and you yeah. say let's do it again um, and then it just it just happens organically I just love yeah. that kind of stuff
1: so then I wonder because like I think it's often said and I don't know where I've heard it I just know it's said that we like are the culmination of the people we surround ourselves with mm-hmm. um which I think is fair. Like, I think that's why we strive to have good friendships and good mm-hmm. people around yeah, yeah. us because we want to be like the people that we mm-hmm. love. Mm-hmm. Um, so then I wonder if in spiritual spaces and as people who are active in spiritual spaces, how can we allow for good conversations of substance mm-hmm. and good connection of substance? Cause a lot of times Sunday morning is like, hello, good morning. Sing these songs, get mm-hmm. a donut, go home. Right. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then like, I don't know, yep. like I th- guarantee there's a lot of people who resonate with sermons and all yeah. that stuff. Like, I'm not saying that it doesn't have its purpose. Yeah. Um, but as mm-hmm. we strive to know people, yeah, maybe we are able to know ourselves better the more mm-hmm. we actively try to understand others. Um,
2: Without a lens, right? Because yeah. sometimes you're trying to know this person within using this particular lens.
1: Yeah,
0: you know. Um, well, can you get it, rid of the lens, though?
1: You can I mean, try on others. You can, you can others, like, dude. Like,
0: are you gonna count for the lens, maybe, or like try to yeah, correct for uh, the lens? Yeah,
2: it's a good question because you know I think of, uh, us Christians, man, it's all about like how bad you know how bad of a sinner is this dude. Let me tell you about. <laughs> yeah. Let me tell you about Mike did last <laughs> week. Let me tell you why I saw him. Wow. You know. <laughs>
1: You know it's reputation kind of based you that's know real life, yeah. yeah right
2: yeah, so that's it's true. like uh, how yeah in those spiritual spaces how we invite or disinvite or decide how somebody should be allowed based on you know how much have you really sent, you know mm-hmm. you right. and and, and what, yeah. what 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 are you bringing and 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 man it that how do you measure it's, up is the how question, do how right? do you exactly thank you yeah. how do you measure up and that's based on how what kind of questions people ask you or yeah. you know uh, what sermon what sermon is being delivered is it you know is it uh, um, what what <laughs> how is it being delivered to who is it speaking to do I mm-hmm. feel you know uh, you know. And I'm not, you don't, I'm not just measuring one. I'm just saying over right. the time yeah. is like who, what songs are being sung, how, you know, who's, who's repre- who's coming to that yeah. place, right? Do these people look like me or they may look like me, but they don't feel like me, right. you yeah. know? Uh, and which one's more important? And which is, you know, which is more important. so, yeah, I wonder too, how we show up, you know, uh, whether whoever's listening, whether you're um a christian or wh- whatever you are how how would you how does your community how do how do you first and then how does your community you know create a space for you first mm-hmm. you know and then for others who may not um be of you yeah you know? right um but that's 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 a yeah, like that's why that's why this pod. That. I think that's why this podcast exists, right, Mike? Mm-hmm. In some right. sense, not yeah, because absolutely. yeah, um, its roots are wrong, mm-hmm. but we realize that there are people that are not that want to hear. You know that they're not being spoken for or to. Mm-hmm. You know, Their voices and aren't being heard. The voices either are not being heard, or we 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 are coming back to the lens thing. We're trying to f- use a filter to mm-hmm. hear. Certain voices, and that's it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, I, I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. I've, I've rambled a lot. <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> so, there was this underlying question when we um, first decided on this topic, this idea of finding yourself. This kind of undercurrent about um, well, I'll just call I'll call it out. Some people get radicalized.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Some people get radicalized, especially online, and especially it seems like males. Mm-hmm. Um Not exclusively, mm-hmm. but especially white males mm-hmm. and especially young white males get radicalized mm-hmm. online, and it can go either way kind of or any any direction not there's not just two ways um we tend to put things on the kind of in the United States we tend to say either conservative or liberal or mm-hmm. um you know conservative or progressive, whatever it is um and I know that people get radicalized in both directions. I know this is true. My experience with working with teenagers is that I've seen more young boys get radicalized in the direction of kind of the conservative Mm. right wing. Uh, So listener, uh, viewer, if you had other experiences, I'd love to hear about that, too, because I I just haven't had those experiences. But it seems like there is a group of people out there or maybe a network of people and I'm not a conspiracy theorist kind of person, but this is what I've seen, who really reach out and want to influence people and especially our kids Mm -hmm. and kind of tell them who they are or who they should be and in a way that excludes others, in a way that can be really harmful to others, in a way that can um, dehumanize others. And I guess I'm curious about certainly for our listeners, what experience you've had with that, um, what curiosities you have about that, but also you too, if you've seen that, if it's um, something you're concerned about, something that, um, yeah, I guess I'll stop talking and let you guys talk.
1: Yeah, it's scary, right? Like the internet is so vast and like Mm -hmm. we think it's like not because we get in our own algorithms and the algorithms Mm -hmm. are really good. Mm -hmm. And so we like tend to think that like what we see is what everybody sees. Mm -hmm. Right. Like Twitter is preaching to the choir Mm. at all times Mm. because your tweet is going to get blasted to people who like what you like. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I think when it comes to like teenagers or like young teenagers, like 13, 14, 15, um, who are on, they're probably not on the internet for the first time. That's might be a little (laughs) old. Yeah. yeah. But when they are starting to get algorithms for themselves, it's Mm -hmm. fresh. Yeah. And so... They are going to start, like, things are going to target them. Mm-hmm. People are really good at targeting people. Um, and so I think, like, it's scary. I have, like, younger boy cousins. Mm-hmm. And I am so scared of them just not being kind. <laughs> yeah. Because, I don't know, teen boys can be really mean just in general. I yeah. won't lie. But. Yeah. I love you part, guys. I love you guys out there. I yeah. heart you. <laughs> but also. I love you, but I'm kind of scared <laughs> you of you. Be jerks. Um, <laughs> but like it comes down to this um like it can win hold on I think teen boys lack community outside of sports or um I think mainly sports but like they get ostracized for trying something that isn't a sport um
0: can be yeah for sure yeah
1: like there's a lot of boys in band in like orchestra and that kind of stuff but even then there's even like you play the flute. What's masculine? Right. Yeah. Basically, what's Yeah, what's yeah that's exactly yeah, what I was yeah, looking for. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so it's scary because how do you reinforce a different thing when... How do you reinforce a, pod, a positive outlook on themselves where they can just be? Yeah, yeah. While everything else tells them no. Yeah. And then those actions, right? Because we live in a society in America where... Men have a lot of power. Mm -hmm. And so because of that, these boys are going to be able to grow up to have power in an unhealthy mindset that will negatively affect other people. And so it's it's a dangerous, scary pipeline. But the big question is how do we support them when everything else tells them to do something else? And how do we allow them to find values for themselves? Because Mm -hmm. if you're just saying like, no, don't be like that, and then, like that's not, not doing enough. anything beneficial because yeah. it's the exact Especially same thing. Like a parent that's right. somebody yeah. that's with
2: yeah. you're just saying the same yeah.
1: thing. Yeah, it's the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so, how do you make it accessible and kind? Meeting someone where they are, and this, I mean, this goes outside of teenage boys too. One hundred percent. Even that even, was just an example. Yeah. Even just like targeted, adults yeah. who, I mean, I think anybody really. How do you give them space to find for themselves, but also without telling them, hey. What you're doing is unhealthy for you, for the people around you, yeah. and it's scaring me. Like, how do you do that? Because I think we are very heightened, like we're on defense all the time Mm -hmm. in the state of America right now, where someone says, I don't like what you do. I don't like what you believe in. Mm -hmm. Okay, get out. Like, that's like very much like, don't, don't question me in what I do. then you're canceled, right. And that goes for both sides and almost everybody. Um because I don't think anyone believes that's, I'm going to start that sentence sentence (laughs) over. Um, I think it's hard for people to trust that people are acting in good faith. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. with just trying to reach you on a human level. Um, and so that obviously impacts how we view ourselves because everyone's telling you to be something. Mm -hmm. Everyone is telling you to do it this way. And especially in such a polarized state that we are in, it's right or wrong yeah. depending on who you're around. And the yeah.
0: one that's giving the message that we're maybe concerned about is the same one that says, see, they're the people. So if, if you, right. if you try it's to say gotcha something like all the time, <laughs> like you express concern about the thing, like, well, yeah, of course the, the, the libs are going to say yeah. that or, or the crazy conservative yeah. uncle is going to yeah. say that, right? Like, of course they're against you because yeah. they've got a, a bad worldview or whatever.
2: Yeah. I mean, Haley, you said, a lot of really good things to me. the The difference has been for me is technology. Where you know, I'm a very, I'm a, a big AI enthusiast, and I, mm-hmm. I, I, I I do a lot of professional talks about AI. My enthusiasm comes from the idea that tech helps us see the things we can't see. Mm-hmm. Mm. I like what you said about the algorithms feeding your opinion. When it comes to AI, you know, if you're teaching a machine, you teach it a certain thing, and what it does, yeah, it I, does a really good job. Based on that information of predicting things based on what you give it, and you you all have many of you have read about like AI ethics and part of that has to do with the way you train the machine if you give the machine certain data about maybe crime statistics, then it's going to tell you yeah. oh you're black you're gonna you know like it's gonna right. predict based on that right, right? not necessarily so it's so so defeated. the the machine It's a machine. That's all you know. But it does calculations very fast, very, and and can look in multiple dimensions that we can't look at. But at the end of the day, it's a stupid piece of machine, (laughs) right? And it does that. So for me, part of this is the technology and how, yes, when somebody posts something on the internet, how fast it can get to said teenage boys. Mm -hmm. Let's say versus centuries you know not, not even long ago people wrote letters mm-hmm. yeah and if i wrote a letter you're not getting that piece of information for a little while or if the newspaper was printed today mm-hmm. for so tomorrow's newspaper is printed today yeah. so there's some lag in time and information and you can say okay there's a negative aspect in that mm-hmm. but to me it's just then what happens with technology is that the good can spread really fast and the, brad, the bad spreads faster like a it virus to, doesn't yeah. right Yeah. And then, exactly. And like you yeah. said, so then if that thing gets uh, tweeted, that algorithm and people, certain people keep liking it, mm-hmm. next time you tweet, who's that going to go to? will be to those same people. And then they'll keep liking it. So you'll be reinforced that, right. my goodness, my message is resonating. Right. Yep. You know? Yep. yep. But really, you're being, technology is forcing you to. A certain community, actually. Mm-hmm. So all of a sudden, now you find these people you feel like are your people because it's steered you that way. I think where we should be challenging the way we adopt technology, even in the spiritual spaces, mm-hmm. to say like, maybe how can this AI, uh, Mike, you give it its, your sermons and you say, tell me where I'm biased here. What 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 I what am I not addressing? Maybe that I, I keep what's my talking. What, yeah. What's my blind spots? Mm-hmm. Yeah um or you know or and and both right so for me it's like how can this technology help us see what we don't see and and make us experience things that we can't experience because we're in that small town or big Mm -hmm. city and get to to do that and it's my my optimism around it but to be honest it's it's it, it it, 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 it could be a, a very good tool and both a weapon. And I think what's happening, if you're vulnerable, if you are that kid who's sort of like being told, this is what's masculine, mm-hmm. or this is what I did, yeah. this is what your uncle does, mm-hmm. and this is what you're going to do, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you may not like this, you know, you're going to keep doing this until you're 18, then you can figure out what you
0: want to do. <laughs> yeah. You know,
2: like that kind of thing. Then absolutely, um, the channel... The when when you're alone, where you're gonna try to figure things out, you're gonna get on the net, right, and then try to ask technology mm-hmm. to f- help you. F- Am I weird? Right. Who, is yeah. anybody else like me out there? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, you know. And then if there are, then okay, again, that's my community. But in reality, the tech also shields. uh we don't really know the other person, right? Yeah, on that other side of the screen or whatever. Um, so coming back to even the name thing we we're talking about, that person shows up with a picture and a name, but that's not who they right. are. Yeah. That's not really who they are. And then you, you're, you're, you're interacting with based on this particular topic about like, well, you know, I'm feeling discriminated against. Oh, me too. Me too. So okay, it's like echo chamber kind mm-hmm. of stuff. And so, yeah, I believe, I think we all agree is that the, the dimension of technologies is, is, is a huge part. I would say in how spirituality is understood from a human aspect moving yeah. forward period I, I just I feel like it's going to be tech is tech is going to be part of us right. it, 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 it is un, part it's of us so so yeah so spirituality is also part of us i think yeah. there's some talk about what how those two
1: yeah know, whether, i was, you know, I, was so cool. I, I wrote down and anyway. i was like when we fall back on the technology to give us community what does that look like like does that replace? Does mm-hmm. that. Yeah, yeah. That feels very similar to faith, the idea of faith, mm-hmm. the idea of this is what I fall back on when I feel unsteady. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, how does tech play a part in where we fall back to? And. I think we're running kind of close on time. We're we're, but, we're
0: bumping up right up against an hour, and it flies by, listeners. It sounds flies like another by. yeah. Added to the crazy. topic
2: list, by the way, Mike. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah.
1: Well, don't <laughs> we have AI plans? So
2: uh,
0: episode four, we're gonna okay. be talking is, a little bit about AI. Okay, and spoilers, what, spoiler alert.
1: What is human? Yes, that's the
0: question. Uh, uh, part of it, like, what's a person? Yeah, Um so, yeah, we'll be talking about woo-hoo. that for sure. Um, yeah, I don't want to wrap up a great conversation too early, but I think yeah a lot of great ideas and and I guess one of the things that I want people to hear and listener I would love to talk with this you know in in the chat let's talk about it how do we how do we figure out who's trying to influence us are we Are we careful about that? Are you careful about that? Are you aware that there are influences that don't have your best interests in mind? and are trying to get you to think or feel a certain way, especially about other people. Um, We come from uh, a background here in this circle that um, we're doing our best to follow Jesus. And Jesus says, love. says, love each other, love God, and love yourself. Uh, And so I think for me, spirituality is about um, learning to let the walls down and love myself better, which for me is actually a pretty hard thing to do. Um, to love uh, you all better, which comes a little bit easier than the first one, and then to love um, the divine, love the thing that's bigger than me that I don't quite understand, that I call God, better. And I think when I do that, hopefully I can better see what those influences are trying to do in my life. But I have to be intentional about it because if I'm just letting the algorithm show me the things, if I'm just letting the echo chamber reinforce the things that I already like, then it doesn't happen. And I'm being steered in a direction that I maybe shouldn't go. And yeah. so that's my, I guess my encouragement. Let's talk about that. I'd love to talk about that, but it's also my encouragement is be critical. Think critically about this because it's important and it, it can cause some really big problems.
1: Yeah. Um, if you want to chat with us, you can go to Um and there you can find not only the videos that we have up there, you'll find other episodes of the podcast as we go along um we also find a link to our discord um and if you're unfamiliar with discord yes it is another app but it's just going to be a good way for everyone to chat together to keep it safe and moderated um keep it kind but also it's all in real time so that's really Mm -hmm. nice so you can check us out on discord and tapestrytalk.org
0: yeah nice good job everybody good Good episode talk to you guys online which can be a dark place but also a really bright place yes yes <laughs> thank See you, you next time bye <laughs>